There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Would you say your relationship is an opposites attract scenario? Well, you might actually have more in common than you think. Because a new study found the idea that opposites attract might just be a myth. We're actually way more likely to end up with people we have stuff in common with. Here's what they did. They looked at old studies that analyzed 22 different traits. And then they did a follow-up that looked at 80,000 couples. That's a lot of couples. That is a lot of couples. And they looked at more than 130 traits. So this was detailed. It was extensive. They looked at everything from religion. They looked at core values, right down to each person's drinking habits. Overall, they found most couples have similar habits and similar views on more than 80% of stuff. Wow. I mean, when you guys look at your, I mean, you guys have been with your partners for, gosh, about the same amount of time, right? 13, 14 years, something like that. 15 this fall. Yeah. So when you, when you compare, do you guys think you have, what are, what, what are things that you do and don't have in common? Well, I would say one thing that we don't have in common is her pension she's way more prone to initiate social things she likes to have people over she Mm -hmm. likes to entertain she likes to socialize more than i do but when you take a closer look at that that's the surface yeah but when you take a closer look at that it's fascinating to me how how often she's like let's get out of here let's blow it off yeah it's not oh you're wearing off on her is it that Uh, or was she always this way i don't know i i think that she has a hard time saying no. Yeah. I think prior to me, she suffered from a little FOMO. Maybe less so now that I'm, I don't know. Yeah. She probably suffers from shouldness too. You know, you get ingrained with these beliefs that you grow up. Well, we can't leave the party yeah. yet because you if should, we left, you should then spend time with your friends. Then there's not going to be anybody here right. and then eh, we don't want them yeah. to feel bad. You should be social. You should spend time with your friends. You should do this. You should do that. Right. It's like, and if you never question it, then that's how you live. But we do like a lot of the same TV shows, a lot of the same movies. And the way I would describe it is we're definitely on different roads, mm-hmm. but they... They're parallel, like they're yeah. kind of running in the same direction, I mean, even the though they're and different roads. Are big with you too, right? I mean, you definitely have that. 
We may have different tastes in entertainment, maybe slightly different tastes in movies, but there are so many that overlap that, again, two separate roads, but moving in the same direction, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about you guys? I would say when it comes to, like, music and types of movies and Mm -hmm. entertainment, we are in different spheres. Mm -hmm. Now, there is some that cross in the middle. Sure. uh, But when it comes to, like, family, friends, life goals... Those types of things that yeah. were pretty close on those. Yeah. Uh, what else? Things that we're most likely to have in common include our political views. Are you guys all on the same page there? Yes. Oh, you and Chris, maybe not as much. We are, when you really break it down and take the emotion out of it. Uh, you have more in common than we're not. pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Someone just gets a little more fight. I think they're all crooks. Chris is a little more. Chris is a little more. He buys into it more. Yeah, he's still engaged in it. He's a little. He it's it's drama for him. We're yeah. not currently watching Real Housewives of New York, so instead no. we'll just put that on. Watch, you know, I'm not watching it, but one of the networks. We'll just and- pay attention to some of this political stuff. Yeah. Yeah, cable news gets him fired up. He doesn't watch any of that. It's no. just you know whatever he sees in the news of the day on. TikTok or social media gets a reaction out of it. I don't feel like I've seen a lot of, of political stuff on social media lately. Uh, kind of weird. We're also usually pretty united on religious views, uh, our education level. Okay, that's a difference. She's Ivy League. I barely graduated high school. Yeah, but you did win the Golden Shovel Award, so you can fake it like you have a. PhD in something. Yeah, I don't think she's on to me yet. <laughs> uh, how much each, each person drinks. Uh, neither of us are smokers. Uh, even the number of sexual partners you've had. Now, this part's interesting. <laughs> they did find that extroverts don't necessarily go for other extroverts. Yeah. But they're no more likely to go for introverts either. It's a coin flip. It's just it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, though, the researchers found that the idea that opposites attract is definitely overrated. They said birds of a feather are indeed more likely to flock together. And Mm. now you know. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Okay, think of the worst flight you've ever been on. Why was it the worst flight? Like, was it turbulence? Turbulence, yeah, I had one. Flew into St. Pete, Florida, and our landing gear wouldn't come down. And we literally circled for like over an hour. And then before we landed, and they had like, you know, the fire trucks and everything were there waiting for us. Sweet. No. (laughs) Not sweet at all. It was awful. But you got it down. Oh, Yeah. You wonder why I don't like to fly. Landed that sucker. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was a crying baby or some other issue. I would take any of those over this. A Delta flight from Atlanta <laughs> to Barcelona. Oh, my God. Had to turn around on Friday due to a, quote, biohazard issue. More specifically... One of the passengers had diarrhea. Oh, my God. And unfortunately, the situation was not contained to the lavatories. Or to their pants. Right. Oh, no. That's awful. Was it everywhere? It sounds like it. And that's a biohazard? Oh, yeah. Someone posted a clip of the pilot talking to air traffic control. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Wait. Oh, my God. What did you just say? <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain. Please repeat uh, that. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I- oh, yeah, because air traffic control. So so the, the pilot radioed in and said, we got to turn around. Uh, can we land? And air traffic control was like, "What is it a mechanical issue? Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, they want us to come back. <laughs> yeah. So this happened about two hours into the flight, but they weren't over the Atlantic yet. I guess they were sort of traveling north, like hugging the east oh. coast before crossing the ocean. And since it was technically a biohazard... They were required to turn around and make an emergency landing back in Atlanta. That's crazy. Yeah, Delta has not given a ton of details on this. They described it as a medical issue and said the plane was deep cleaned in Atlanta. Oh, how horrifying, too, for the person. I mean, it's one thing, like, throwing up in public. It's another thing when you crap yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's just not, you know... That's not fun for anybody. No, and I'm curious. Like, what did what did they eat? Was it is what it a causes food thing? that kind of diarrhea? You know, did they just take too much magnesium that morning? Did the metamucil just now kick in? What is happening? I don't know what happened there. The plane eventually made it to Spain eight hours later than it was supposed oh. to. But they got there. Wow. How was your trip to Spain? Oh, let me. <laughs> and imagine if you're the one sitting next to this person. Yeah. And how much was there? You know, I can remember when I was teaching swimming and you probably had this too, because you taught little kids. Right. And Mm -hmm. I had the two year olds and there was. Yes. And they would get up out of the pool and run holding their butt while it's all falling out of their swimsuit along the. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Tim, there's something soft (laughs) in my pants and I think it's poop. (laughs) Olivia, it is poop, honey. Uh huh. Hey, mom. Mom. That's uh, the best. I don't know how many times when uh, Jacob was in swim school, you know, the bear paddle swim school, mm-hmm. right? And I would get a call. 
Lessons are canceled this afternoon. We have to, we've got to shock the pool. Yep. So every time a kid dropped a turd in there, man, they had to shut the thing down and shock it. We had this little cute little Indian boy named Siddharth. And his mom always picked up McDonald's for him. Like, literally, he's stuffing it in his face. Oh, God, right before you get in the pool? As he's running down the deck to the pool. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to barf. And he always did. (laughs) He always did. Oh, man. I had him for, like, four summers in a row. He was the coolest kid, but he always barfed. He was so excited. Poor guy. (laughs) No. You would think that he would be like, Mom, I don't want to throw up today. I wonder if today he looks back on that and is just traumatized by it. I had this swim teacher, I Mr. It. Tim. It's so funny because now, like, these adults will walk up to my mom in the grocery store and be like, your daughter taught me how to swim. <laughs> like, That's funny. that is funny. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm giving you this popsicle recipe the day after Labor Day because I didn't want it to ruin your summer. Uh, but uh, according to at least one food writer and plenty of lunatics on TikTok, they seem to think you should start making homemade popsicles out of cottage cheese. You know what? I've seen so many cottage cheese recipes on TikTok, and I will say I am a TikTok food person. I've found so many great recipes there. Um, but it's been used, I've seen, for high-protein uh, dips, yeah. Um, spreads. Yeah. Uh, sauces. Yep. But I've not seen the popsicle, and, and all of them look very good. You like use it instead of something. Mm-hmm. So I guess when you blend cottage cheese with Greek yogurt, they wind up with the same consistency as and, and roughly the same flavor as cream cheese, mm-hmm. but with way more protein. Because if a serving of cream cheese has three grams of protein, but cottage cheese and Greek yogurt combined has, well, cottage cheese has 12 and Greek yogurt has 23. So there you go. And since it's common to use cream cheese in desserts now, you can swap the cottage cheese and Greek yogurt blend instead. So to make these so-called cheesecake popsicles, you use those two ingredients and then add sugar to your liking and fresh raspberries. And that they say they're really good. I, it doesn't sound awful. Or at least not as bad as a, a cottage cheese-based frozen treat would sound to you. Yeah. I like cottage cheese on its own, man. Just a little salt, pepper, and just a dab of olive oil. Yeah. That'd be very good. The texture of it, it just always looks weird. All of this, all of those recipes I was talking about, they're they're all in the blender, so it's smooth. You wouldn't even know if you said if I asked you what is this, mm-hmm. you would have never guessed cottage cheese by, no. by the the look of it. Yeah, but lots of dips you use it to you know like make spinach dip mm-hmm. instead of using a block of cream cheese. You use that and you end up eating all this extra protein and you're tasting something good. It doesn't yeah. feel like you're just eating a protein bar yeah. or something. Yeah. I've saved some, haven't done them yet, but I I will. Yeah, hold on to it. So I had blueberry ice cream over the weekend. Oh, not 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 Elaine's not Elaine's blueberry pie, pie, which is so good because it has a pie custard in it. I actually did have that too. Oh God! <laughs> in so addition, uh, but no, this was part of a baked Alaska that we had at Ruby's the other night, and it was nice. amazing. Yeah, and the ice cream is blue. It's funny. Nice. See now, it's I'm like just, a true uh, blue. It's like a bubblegum blue. Ugh. I I texted Tim a picture, and he'll put him up on the. Facebook page later. I want ice cream. I've wanted ice cream for the past week. 
I just, I've been good. Well, we had the parents over, and they like ice cream. So we served them some ice cream, some uh, Elena's blueberry pie for mm-hmm. dessert. And then we uh, gave them a complimentary pint to take home. Oh, how nice. Because that's how we roll. A complimentary pint. Congrats on do you, the one Do you year. sometimes charge them? Occasionally. <laughs> Congrats on the one year to you and Kristen. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I can't. That year flew by, man. That was so fast. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah, I, feel, I, I mean, we're not even, we're still coming off the high from last September. But I guess, yeah, if you keep yourself busy enough, man, time flies. Yeah. Yeah, so we had a couple of people come by the table and say, uh, did I hear it's your anniversary? Happy anniversary. How long have you been together? <laughs> One year. <laughs> you know, and they look at us and we're not exactly spring chickens. Right. And so why people do you just tell, laugh. Do you tell them together for 13, married for one? I mean, do you go into all that detail or do you just say a year and chuckle? Uh, well, Kristen screws it up every time because she says, well, we've been together for 12 years now. Uh-huh. No, we've actually, we were together. We've actually been together 14 years. Uh-huh. We were together 13 before we got married, but uh-huh. evidently she lost two years of time yeah. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I know. She's the one who's supposed to remember those details. Yeah. I'm supposed she's to be the forgetful it up, one. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.